This is the official Canberra Region Rugby League Podcast. He's going to go 100 metres and put him down on the post. What a day he's having now. Good afternoon and welcome to the Rub of the Green, the show that tells you everything about the Canberra Region Rugby League. I'm James Sully Sullivan. I'm back again and with me once again, Finn Williamson, after a big weekend. How are you, Finn? Oh, big weekend? What, you're talking the, in terms of league or...? Yeah, league. Yeah, yeah, it was a big weekend, mate. Well, yeah. well what else would I be talking about? <laughs> no, it was a great weekend. It was, a, it was an important round. Uh, we spoke about particularly in the Canberra Raiders Cup. Coming into the final six weeks of the competition, it was a rivalry round and... Yeah, we saw some a few results. We probably expected a couple of real tight ones, as, as per usual. But yeah, another another great weekend. In we got the concrete out yet? Ooh. Is the top four concreted in or cemented in, as one would say? Close. I'm not. I'm not ready. It's still wet. It's not. It's not dry yet. Oh, I like it. <laughs> I like it. Yeah, can't dry in this weather. Holy dooly. Nah. But of course, George took. They had to buy, so they had a week off. Yep. Yep. No, they did. So good. Good rest for them. They're, their final three weeks, I believe. Yeah, so, they're not far away. Uh, you had a good look at that last week. Close to finals, and they're, they're the top five, of course, um, is very, very close. The, the fifth spot, the fourth spot, are very tight, and we'll run through a couple of those fixtures later on. But there's been some upsets in reserve grade too. Oh, I'm glad you. I'm glad you brought it up. Oh, I'm glad you brought it up because I was only looking at this yesterday, and yeah, the top four ladder in the reserve grade is one point. One point apiece, it's the difference, yeah. <laughs> 17, 16, 15 and 14, I believe. So, yeah, extremely close. And what what uh, sort of stood out to me, Sully, was uh, what, what teams are, are in the reserve grade, you know, top of the reserve grade ladder and um, and where they're positioned in the first grade ladder. And you've got, obviously, Gun Garland, you've got uh, the Ruse as well, who sit outside the top five in the in the first grade competition, but they're just dominating the reserve grade competition. And it's inter- it's an interesting one to think about. Yeah, it is indeed. And well, 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 we're talking about the reserve grade. Let's uh, Gungarland Bulls on seventeen, and Queenie and Roos sixteen, Goulburn City Bulldogs fifteen, the Waden Valley Rams couple of losses there the last couple of weeks, fourteen, Queenie and Blues eleven, so Yas Magpies ten, then West Belconnen on ten, Tuggeranong nine, which was that, yeah, Tuggeranong nine. Mm. They was, they're sitting second last, and they upset yeah. the Rams on the weekend, didn't yeah. they? Yeah, and then Belconnen haven't got off the. Um, haven't had a win as yet this year, so yeah. But let's have a look at all these results, mate. We'll go through them, and then we, as you say, I can we can yell out the ladders while we're going. Not yeah. long to go. That sounds good. We'll go through the Canberra's Cup League tag first. A couple of very interesting results here. I'll get to one in particular in a sec. But yeah, Woden got a, a big win over the Bush Range, just seventy-two points to nil. But this one, Sully, it's not a typo. West Belcon and Warriors two defeated the Sharks nil, two nil. Don't know if I've ever seen that before. Um, no, I wouldn't have. No. no, no, I wouldn't have. Um, maybe, maybe, yeah, maybe it was nil-nil. Yeah. The game I, I'm remembering in Perth. Yeah, maybe it was a horrible day. Yeah. So maybe... Oh, well, these, maybe were just, these were just nice conditions down at Bruce. I, I actually missed this game. I, I rocked up a little bit after the league tap. When I heard about the result, yeah, late penalty goal. It took the two and <laughs> it was enough to get the two points. The West Belcon and Warriors, who are sitting atop the, the league tag ladder, which we'll get you to run through in just a sec. But the other side that they're tied with, I believe, uh, for the minor premiership is Gungarland, who got a big win over the Blues, 42-8. to eight. Yeah, well, as you say, it was an important two points because West Belconnen, they still sit on top of, of the ladder on 18. Equal or be, you know, in front on percentage. Uh, the Gungarland Bulls are on 18. Woden Valley Rams just floating behind them on 16. 
Then the Belconnen United Sharks on 12, Galvin City Bulldogs 8, Queanbeyan Blues 5, Roos are on 3, and Tuggeron 2. Mm. Yeah, interesting. And as we said, coming into the back end of the year, it'll just be keen to see how things will shake up. But we'll go through the under-19s as well. And this is quite tight as well, uh, to my knowledge. And the Blues got a 16-4 win over Gungarlin. Uh, the Wyden Valley Rams, they, they beat the Bushies 32-14, to which is interesting. The Bushies mm. just beat the Sharks the week prior. And the Sharks, they didn't... Muck around getting back to their winning ways. A big win over Cootamundra with Crookwell, a forfeit against Goulburn. Yeah, well, their ladder sees the Blues on 18, sitting on top. The Sharks, 16. The Goulburn City Bulldogs, 14. The Gungarland Bulls, 12. Woden Valley Rams in fifth spot on, on 10. And then the Tuggeronong Bush Rangers in sixth on six. The Crookwell Green Devils, four. And the Cootamundra Bulldogs yet to get off the mark. Yep, and we'll roll through to the KFS. And it was a bit of a, an interesting magic round. Um, it was Meant to. It was meant to be four teams. It was obviously rescheduled from back in May where we had the washout round at, at Raiders Belconnen uh, a few months ago, but yeah, brought forward to last weekend, and we only had the two games due to a couple of last-minute forfeits, and there were some big results, Sully. Uh, the Blues getting a big win over UC, 60-0, to nil, and, and the Bush Rangers. I think that's just a bit of a statement for them, um, making a statement to the rest of the comp. They've, they were really close to Woden the week prior. They went down 16-12, and they come out and, and put a clinic on Harden, 38-4, to four, but... Yeah, Boominulla forfeit against Goulburn and, and South Coast a forfeit against Woden with with the Yas Magpies who sit on top. They had they had the week off, so they got to just sit back and and just sort of watch um, as they as they prepare for finals. Yeah, that's right, and they do sit on top on eighteen points. Goulburn City Bulldogs second with fourteen. Woden Valley Rams fourteen. The Queanbeyan Blues make up the four on twelve. Then the South Coast United on eight, Tuggerong Bush Rangers eight, the UC Stars four, the Harden Warhawks two, and the Boominella Raiders yet to get off the mark in season 2022. Yeah, we look at that fifth spot in the KFS as well, and there's only five points on point differential separating South Coast and Tuggerong, so I'm expecting over the next few weeks we'll, we'll see maybe a little bit of that change. Um, only five points, it's not much you know, to, to convert a try away, so yeah, we might see... That fifth spot, it's a big battle in that competition as well. But we'll roll through the reserve grade. We, t- we spoke about it earlier, and we'll run through the ladder exactly in a second. But the Bush Rangers, 26. They defeated Woden, 10. Uh, the Westies, the Sharks actually led at halftime, 10 points to 8. They were on, the, on track to get their first win of the season, but couldn't score in the second half. And Westies piled on five straight tries, 38 to 10. They came away with a victory there. And the Bulls, 34, defeated the Blues, 22. And yes, they got a big win over Goulburn, 20 to 6, with the Roos having the bye. Yep. Yeah, yeah very good. we did the ladder. Yeah, we did too. We did too. <laughs> well, we'll roll through. I had to look, yeah. look at you a bit funny then. Nah, sorry. My bad. My bad. Nah, you're nah. good as gold, mate. <laughs> we'll roll through to the Bloomers Lawyers Canberra Raiders Cup first grade. And as we said, a couple of interesting results. It was rivalry round and the Bushies, they snapped that three game losing streak 30 to 16. They defeated Woden. What would you sort of take away from that one? Sorry. Oh, massive first half. Massey first half got got the jump on them, and and as we get to to this stage of the season, Finn, it's interesting enough where sometimes a little tweak, a, a little tweak and a positional change, and then and the positional change I'm talking about for the Bush Rangers was Derby Medlin going to six, yeah, and and he got his hands on the ball a lot more, and it's interesting just watching the highlights, well, watching the replay on Monday, you can just see the, the mere presence, as I said, he's. Ball in hand, a lot more, and it just gave the outside men their opportunities. And, um, yeah, no, good win. Uh, they snapped their losing streak in no better way than beating their, their rivals, the downtown rivals in the Woden Valley Rams. Yeah, well, particularly what you said then on, on Derby playing six. He played the week before against the Sharks, and they just couldn't get the, 
couldn't get the job done. And I think particularly for Derby, he was he was much more just running as a bit more of a ball carrier. It seemed on the weekend he looked to you know looked to distribute the ball out wide a little bit more, and he played a bit more direct and and really taking it to the line. And we saw it, it was a, it was a beautiful um, try assist he got. He took it right to the line and got a nice offload away. Uh, the Tuggeron Bush Range is actually shout out to their Instagram. If you can get over, they have a nice uh, camera shot of that try, and it actually oh, yeah, it's good. it's awesome. So they a big big win for the Bushies. Um, but we're all through to the next game. This was our match of the round out at Bruce on Saturday afternoon. It was the top of the table Westies, the Crosstown rivalry against the Belconnen United Sharks, and the Sharks they came out absolutely firing, twelve nil after just as many minutes, and then yeah, yeah just just hit a little bit of a, of a slump there, and the Westies just crawled their way back. They actually scored. 22 unanswered points uh, to regain the lead. Sharks had a, a late try to try and snap it back, but just ran out of time in the end. And the Westies, they, they come away with another one, 22-18. Yeah, good win. And and as you say, they were challenged early. And they had to, you know, really grind to get back in the fight. And that was the best thing about what I liked. What I liked about the Westies' win was they, they got into the fight. They got into the grind. And, uh, you know, for further games, obviously another big game for them this week with a, a top-four side. Um, yeah, moving forward, I think West Belcon will be pretty happy with yeah. with that win on the weekend. Well, the more I sort of reflected on what Bobby Roberts said last week on the podcast about not, you know, he, he was sort of talking about he wanted to sort of start blowing teams off the park. You know, you said he's get, getting away with a few wins, but that one, I don't, I think the score really reflected the game because it was close, and and I thought that was the best I've seen the Sharks play all year personally. Yeah, there you um, go. And I thought they played really well, but yeah, Westies they, they they just did enough, and I think that's what they've done all year. And as you said. Another big test this weekend, but I thought they got right in the grind on the weekend, which is something may not have seen a whole lot of them this year. I thought their attack's been strong, but the way that they were able to really grind it out on the weekend, you said, yeah, it was a good win. So they, stay, right. they stay on top, and the team that's right on their tail, and that's the Queanbeyan Blues, eight in a row, Sully. 50-24, yeah. to 24, they beated the Bulls. So I tell you what, the, the overs, there was a lot of points scored. Yeah, there was a lot of points scored out wide too. Matty Parsons and George Morsuyu, they both got doubles. And, you know, and, and obviously um, Butler Fleming in the centre has got, got another one as well. They do let the ball talk, the Blues. And, and if their forwards are going forward, they just let the ball talk. And, and that's one big thing with them. And they're going to be hard to stop. Mm-hmm. No, that's exactly right. And I think, yeah, the key is to really match them in the forwards. And as you said, why over there just rolling through the ruck? They are able, you know, Camp Easy, obviously. You've got Charlie Wolford, another good ball player mm. on the other edge. And they're just able to get it out wide. You look at, talk about Matt Parsons, Morsu, Tristan Eldridge. They've got a lot of strike power out wide. Why are they just rolling forward? They're going to score points. And the Bulls, they're another team that can score points. And they did on the weekend, but just just not enough, clearly. That's right. That's right. <laughs> so yeah, It's been their Achilles heel all year, leaking yeah. points. Yep. No, exactly right. And they, they've got a big game this weekend. We'll preview those a little bit later in the show, but... Goulburn, the last game, the, the battle of the year out of town is Sully. And, and Goulburn, it was closer than it seems, 36-22 uh, to 22 they defeated Yass. But Yass actually made it a, a six-point game in the final ten minutes, but just con- conceded a couple of late ones. Dylan Rorta, ah, three tries. My man. Three tries. And my man gets three. Yeah, no. Dylan Rorta. He, he just seemed too big <laughs> to handle um, out wide. And, yeah, they, they just come away with the two points, Goulburn, and it's an important one. It's a shame, but there was a massive day out there. It was a good good crowd out there at Yass, so I heard some people say the opening of the new stand, and, yeah, no, it's good. It was yeah. good. Yeah, no, it was. It was good, and, you know, Goulburn, they still stay in in, in, con, in contention for that fifth spot. We're going to run through the ladders now, Sally. Yeah, the, the Warriors on 19 in, in, on, in t- on top at the moment. The Queanbeyan Blues, 18. In third place, the Woden Valley Rams on 16, and then fourth, Tuggerung Bush Rangers. 15, that's where that win was so important for the Bush Rangers last week. Just gets them 
keeps them away from the, the Bulldogs who are yapping at their heels on 12 in fifth. Then the Sharks, they're in sixth on 10. Then the Roos on eight, the Bulls four, and the Magpies two. Mm, mm. It's very close, as you said. We, we The top four, obviously, is playing finals footy. And, you know, I think it, the concrete's been laid out, but it's, it's still not dry, Sally. I think Goulburn is still... They're still within the hunt, and you know, Bushies. They've, they've got they've got the the Yas Magpies this weekend, who obviously haven't had the best of years, and obviously that that win on the weekend for the Bushies will really massive, mate. Yeah, give their confidence a big boost. So, as I said, skipped away three points. Imagine they get beat last week, and and Bulldogs are a point yeah, behind a point them. behind them. It just changes things, so it just keeps that little cushion, and they'll need it. They're coming in the back half of the year. We've got five five rounds left, and it's going to come extremely close. I think I'll tell you one thing, Sally. Just before we head to the break and chat to our guests. Um, one thing I think uh, with the buy, um, no no two points. Obviously, it doesn't it doesn't matter because all teams get the same amount of pies. But mm. do you think the psychological effect of just knowing that you know I'm getting two points this week, the edge a little bit closer? Do you think that's yeah that's something teams think about? Yeah, possibly. Um, but at the end of the day, they don't. That's the things you don't do it. And as you said, it all work, evens itself out at the end of the season, doesn't it? If you don't get it, you don't get it. That's right. That's the way. You just think, like, for the Roos, they had the bye this weekend. Obviously, that heartbreaking loss last week to Woden, which they needed to win to stay within finals. Having the bye this week and just knowing that you can't get those two points to edge, you know, somewhat closer. Just the psychological effect. I don't know. I'm keen to have a chat to a few of the coaches, potentially maybe at the end of the year, and have a think about oh. what they are. Um, well, yeah. you can talk to one of our, their coaches today. Oh, of course, cool. we're, we're going to head out to Woden Valley. We're going to talk to Billy Thompson, who's the coach of the Rams. So we're looking forward to chatting to Bill. And obviously the, his side going along nicely, sitting in third place. But last week, a little bit disappointing. This week, another big game for them. So we'll really see whether they're ready for finals. So I still know a few weeks away. But, you know, it'd be good to chat to Billy. Well, you've got to start preparing, don't you? My word, you away, And, you know, you've got injuries. I saw they had a couple of outs on the weekend as well against Bush Rangers. You've got to get your... Your troops right heading into finals, and it's a big game this weekend. But later on, we're going to have a chat to Abby Kennedy, one of the club people from the West Belconnen Warriors. They host the Sunday match of the round this weekend against Wyden. It's actually their ladies' day, right. so keen to have a little chat to her about about that day and, and what it's all about. So we might cut to a break, Sally. Well, before you do, Finn, on that ladies' day, just to all the clubs, let us know what you're doing. We're more than happy on the rubber to the green to just promote your, your event or get you on. Talk about it. That's what we're here for. We're not here for me and you to talk footy for 40 minutes. We're here, to, we're here to let, you know, all the clubs have their say. So as you say, we'll, be, we'll cut to the break and we'll be back and head out and chat to Billy Thompson. Well, Finn, it's now time to head out to the Valley and I'm talking about the Woden Valley Rams. And I tell you what, you talk about DNA, Finn, of a coach. This bloke's a Rams junior. He played 90 first grades for the Woden Valley Rams, you know, played 90 first grade games. He's coached senior sides. He's, he's been involved with the Raiders and now he's back as head coach out at the Woden Valley Rams and they're having a great season. And I talk about Billy Thompson. G'day, Bill. Thanks for joining us on the Rub of the Green. G'day, guys. Thank you very much for having me. That's oh, great, mate. As I said, you talk about, we had Brad Pryor a couple of weeks ago and he, you talk about DNA of clubs and, you, you know, obviously it's a club that's so close to your heart. It certainly is. It's something that I've been involved in uh, pretty much all my life. Um, since I was five years old and my junior, you know, my junior career there and then on through to seniors and obviously coaching there and juniors again and, and then in seniors. So, yeah, it's, it's been a massive part of my life. It's uh, I come from a football family, you know, so it's just a natural step for me, I suppose. 
and particularly for this year, mate, um, obviously there's been a real, seems like a real shift in focus from past seasons to this year. And, you know, what do you believe to be the difference? He's sitting in third place. He's played real consistent footy all year. You must be really pleased. Yeah, it has been a really good season thus far, and uh, we've still got a lot of work in front of us. But um, yeah, I, I couldn't be happier for for the for the club and the boys that um, where we're sitting at the moment and how how the clubs progressed this season. The, the differences are, aren't too big. We, we've got a couple of new players this year. Um, I think you know the focus with me was at the start of the season that we we don't want to look back. We don't want to think about or look back on the last four years or where we've been. We just wanted to concentrate on. Um, you know, turning up and being accountable and, and turning up for this club and, and yourselves. And for the pride in the club, obviously, you mentioned a couple of times there, you know, how proud you are to be a part of this club. But the club in, as, a, as a whole, the senior club, of course, all five grades are all competing this year. You've got your debut KFS side um, doing really well. You must be really happy from a club perspective of how, you know, how successful it's been this year. Yeah, ecstatic. You know, we're strong through five grades. We're representing um, in the top end of the table through all five grades. And, and, and you know, the, the, it's a really good vibe. It's a really good feel in the club. Um, the players, boys and girls there are really enjoying it. They enjoy each other's company. Uh, the functions that we have after the games are have good numbers there and everyone's supporting and representing it. So I think, you know, it, it's a flow-on effect. If you're, if you're happy off the field and you feel part of something, uh, it's quite easy to contribute to it and be successful. And Finn also, and as Billy know, their 17s are undefeated as well. And I know for a fact that Billy has a, a, a bit of a connection there. He keeps an eye on things there, don't you, as well, mate? 100%, yeah. Mm. I, I like to get down to the juniors and stick my head in and, uh, <laughs> you know, just, just to, to, to keep in touch and get around these young fellas. It's good. Mate, just wind the clock back seven days, obviously. Well, yeah, no, not seven days, only a few days since. But um, just a bad start against Tuggeranong? Yeah, we were, we were um, yeah, we had a very ordinary first half. We turned up too many mistakes. Um, our discipline was very off. A um, few injuries from the week before. The Ruse game was very physical, so we carried a lot of bumps and bruises into the Bushies game. And we were probably... You know, they, I think they just wanted it more than us on the day. And we, as I said, we turned up too many mistakes to be competitive last week. And uh, we need to right the wrongs there this week to get back on the board. Well, big game this weekend. But just dating back, you mentioned about the physicality of the Ruse game mm. and then bouncing straight into the Bush Rangers, who are no slouch as well. They've got a big forward pack, as we all know. And, you know, obviously getting away with that win right at the death there against the Ruse and then bouncing back, backing up with a few bumps and bruises. How do you sort of, uh, you know, prepare for this weekend, which is another, you know, quite tough task in the Westies? Yeah, it's the same. It's the same case for us. We're uh, we're starting to get hurt by a lot of injuries in the club. I think um, I was looking through the books last night. I've got six first graders out. Um, we lost Brad Pryor again last week to a season-ending ACL injury. Oh, no. Um, so, you know, I've, I've got six first graders there with probably three, 300 and 350 games of experience between them that have all had their seasons ended with either ACLs or broken arms this year. So we just got to what, – what's happening now is we've got some depth there and the, the, the guys underneath us are, are buying in and turning up and we can fill a spot. And, and if we keep the same integrity and the same intent with what we're trying to do this season, these guys fit in and they slot in quite easily – and we just have to get back on the field and, and perform to, to, to the best of our abilities in that sense. Yeah, that's a massive loss. I didn't know about Brad doing that ACL and one of the good guys in the comp as well. So, and, uh, and you tie exactly in Steve right. as well, like Steve Ferry. They're, they're sort of, you know, they're leaders of your club. Yeah, you're exactly right. Dan Desmay, Steve Ferry, Brad Pryor. There's probably 300 games or close to, mm. you know, 
250 games of first grade there between them three guys. They've been around for a lot of years and, you know, you won't be able to place replace Brad Pryor, what he brings to the place, not just on the field. It's what he brings to the place off the field and he's buying and he's such a passionate man about this joint. So we, we just got to try and respect that. And, um, you know, whoever takes his place or whoever fills his spot has to take a bit of that out with them. And, and let's hope, you know, that they, Brad's done enough of that over the years for these boys to get out in front of them on the weekends. Yeah, yeah. And I, th- I think as as Finn mentioned, this week's game, of course, Sunday afternoon. I, I got a, I got a feeling the Rams will be excited to play the the Warriors because, it. To be fair, Billy, at the start of the year, we were both guilty of you know we we weren't sure where the Warriors and the Rams were going to be at the start of the season, and now they sit one and three. Exactly right. The Warriors are, have gone through the season with one loss and not too many people are talking about the Warriors. Mm. You hear a bit of comment about the blues, you hear a bit about the bushies, um, but not too much about the Warriors. And I think they're getting under the radar. They're a very, very good side. They, they, they compete for the 80 minutes. They've got some talent across the board through their middles and their edges. So, you know, they, they deserve to be where they are, the Warriors. And we, we certainly respect them. We certainly know what we were up for this weekend. And um, we prepared really well last night. And we got another session tomorrow night to, to, you know, get into us and see what we can put in front of them on the weekend. Yeah, awesome, mate. And just one last from me. We, we talk about no game being easy within the Canberra Raiders Cup. You'd know for sure, of course. But, you know, your remaining three games, just looking at your schedule heading into finals, obviously you've got to start looking towards that as well. You're playing three sides that are all outside the top four. How does that sort of affect your preparations as you're heading into finals footy? Well, probably with me, I don't even regard them being out of the top four. The the three sides that we're playing are all very competitive football sides. If you don't turn up in the right frame of mind on your day against any of them sides, they'll pull your pants down and, and that's the way the season's been. Like the sides that are outside that top five at the moment are all very, very competitive sides. Yeah. No, I totally agree with that. We only had a look two weeks ago with the Ruse game. Mm. You know, it was all all for them as well. Well, Bill, mate, good luck on Sunday. Um, as you say, just keep doing what you're doing. You're doing a great job out there with the Rams. Uh, thanks for your time and hopefully, well, no doubt, we'll see you during the finals. Oh, thanks very much, gentlemen. I appreciate your time and thanks for having me on. Welcome back to the Rub of the Green, and I tell you what, Finn, big day out at West Belconnen on Sunday. There is nothing better than a ladies' day, and the lady that's organising, well, well, the chief organiser out there for Sunday's big day is Abby Kennedy, and she's joined us on the Rub of the Green. G'day, Abby, how are you? Hi, I'm well, thanks. How are you today? Very, very well. You must be looking forward to Sunday. Yeah, we're looking forward to Sunday. Um, it's our annual Ladies' Day. Uh, this year we're raising money for the Ricky Stewart Foundation, which is a local charity. Um, so, yeah, we're big on club culture and supporting those around us. So giving it back to a local charity aligns with who we are as a club. I tell you what, I love the jerseys. I, I've had a look on, on your page, your Facebook page, and I've, I've seen the jerseys and how good will the ladies look in that. And then they're going to be auctioned off later on, aren't they? Yeah, well, our ladies' jerseys actually incorporate the pink anyway. These jerseys that are up for auction are going to be worn by our first-grade team. Um, so, yeah, the boys are going to get out in those and we'll auction them off at our after-match function at the Hawker Bowling Club. I'll tell you what, Sally, it's great to have – this may be our first volunteer of the year we've had on the podcast. Um, <laughs> we, we enjoy hearing about these, um, you know, these sp- sponsored days and, 
uh, ladies' days and things like that. But um, talk to us a bit about the charity of choice behind uh, the auction of the jerseys. And, and you know, is that has that got a, a close tie to the club? Obviously, the Ricky Stewart Foundation um, involved with um, people with autism. Obviously, it's an important cause. Um, what was the, uh, the, the, the point behind uh, donating to that charity of choice? Yeah, so in previous years we've um, we've gone to the Glenn McGrath Foundation, but this year we um, had a look and refined a few things and wanted to go back into the local community. Um, we are lucky and thankful for our community members and they give generously and we thought we need to put this money back into the community to the people that um, we want to see it have it so um, we chose the Ricky Stewart Foundation um, because we just think that their values of equality inclusion acceptance and respect for everyone aligns with who we are as a club so um, you know the Ricky Stewart Foundation has delivered two state-of-the-art respite facilities in the ACT and they're in the process for planning their third um, project um, at the moment for individuals with a disability um, you know, one of Ricky's main reasons for creating the foundation was the purpose of keeping families together. Um, so, you know, we want to support the people around us and our club has seen a bit of a shift over the last couple of years. We've gone from, you know, young, single people throughout the club and we're becoming more of a family club now. So we think it's more relevant for um, who we are at the moment. Yeah, absolutely. And I'll tell you what, Finn, won't Ricky love to listen to this interview? This is That's great, Abby. It really, really is. Yeah, look, we um, we hope it's a really great day. We've got over 75 people that have RSVP'd already, which is fantastic. And, you know, I've just been um, going out to local um, local businesses and seeking donations for raffle prizes and things like that. And we've got over $1,500 worth of prizes to be won on Sunday. Um, so we're hoping we can generate a lot of money so we can give it back to the um, Ricky Stewart Foundation. And, you know, they... Um, they have things in their respite houses where the people in the community can access activities and do social outings and, you know, enhance their health and well-being to support um, the families and those affected by autism and other disabilities. No, well, that's outstanding. Great answer. And um, we, re- we really appreciate you coming on the podcast to, to let us know about the special day this weekend. Sully, you've got to... Oh, don't let Abby go yet. Now, how can, oh, that, how can people still get involved? We, 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 want a, we don't want just 75. We want 125. <laughs> oh, yeah, that'd be, that'd be really great. So, um, you know, what people can do is they can come down to our game on Sunday at Raiders Belconnen. Um, it starts from... The ladies' league tag starts at 12 o'clock, so we'll be over from then in the ladies day area um if people haven't rsvp'd yet they can come and you know pay 25 bucks at the gate and they can come in and um have some lots of food and drinks and um some good entertainment for the afternoon and then what we'd really love is for people to come back to um the hawker bowling club with us in for the aftermatch function and bid to get one of the unique jerseys that we've got going there because all of that money has will be donated to the Ricky Stewart Foundation as well because they were um, generously donated from Paladin. Oh, that's brilliant. awesome. That's yeah. brilliant. And yeah. well done to Paladin as well for um, that kind donation. So, well, Abby, good luck on Sunday. I know, well, hopefully, you know, just having a chat to you now on the rub of the green, we get a few more people Turn up at the gate and I'll tell you what, $25. How good is that for value? <laughs> <laughs> and going yeah. to a special cause, of course, as well. But you mentioned the entertainment, Abby. Obviously, the ladies on top of the ladder in the in the league tag and the boys on top in the in the first grade. I'd say it'll be a, a big day down at, at Raiders Belconnen. 
Yeah, look, we're hoping for that. We're uh, we're in a good position at the moment and um, I think it all comes down to who we are as a club and our club culture at the moment. We're doing well and we're very proud of our players. Oh, Absolutely. Well, all right, we, uh, we wish you the best for this weekend. Uh, the great ladies' day. Get down and support it. And, yeah, all the best this weekend with, uh, with the games, all three grades. Thanks for your time today. No, thank you, Abby. Welcome back to the Rub of the Green and a big thank you to our hosts in Billy Thompson from the Waden Valley Rams and, of course, Abby Kennedy, West Bell Conan Warriors. Lots going on down there on Sunday afternoon with Ladies Day, Finn. You'll be there, no doubt. Yeah, I will be. I will oh, be. I'm looking you, forward you to it. You picked that one, right, <laughs> didn't you? Uh, you always you do love a Ladies Day. Uh, I do love a Ladies Day. I love a Sunday game as well. And Ladies Bell Conan, it's a, it's a good venue. And good. near home as well, I believe. It is, yeah. Not <laughs> far, not far, so. And, mate, obviously, other than that, the juniors are back. Yep. Friday night, school holidays are finished, so the juniors are back on Friday night, so just jump on the website and see when those games are on. It's the 16s, 17s, the girls. Yep, on the, the Friday and then all the rest on the Sunday. So And then George Took, yeah. of course. They George had a buy last week. We might have a quick look at what's going on there, mate. Just yeah. quickly have a look at the games. Yeah, we'll run, th- run through the games, Sully. Um, so as you said, yeah, I uh, had the buy round on the weekend. We've got three rounds to go, and as I cool. said, that, that fifth spot is well and truly up for grabs, and... I'll just run through a couple of these games. So we've got Bynalong taking on the Harden Hawks. That's at Bynalong Recreational Oval, Saturday, 2.15. Boominulla, they've got a host of, uh, a lot of home games to finish the year. They right. take on Crookwell, um, the, the tied, uh, tied first side. Uh, that's at Boominulla Oval, Saturday, 2.30. And then I think this is the most exciting game of the round. And that's Burra Rovers taking on the Cootamundra Bulldogs at Burra Showground, Saturday, 2.30 as well. And that's... It's an exciting one, just where, whereabouts they're at. The Burrow are sitting fifth or sixth on the ladder, just hanging around that fifth spot. And Kudamundra, they're right in the top four, but it's just a good test. Last time they played, Kuda won uh, 38-34, Sully. So, Ooh. yeah, exciting Big win one. for Burrow then. Yeah, yeah. A big, big game, sorry. Yeah, big, big game. game for them. Yeah, massive, massive test. And they've got a lot of young blokes in it. Oh, that's what I like about their side this year. A lot of young blokes that are just playing real, real good footy. So, exciting and big game for them. And then UC, they host North Canberra. Must win for North Canberra. Right. That's it. That's it. Raiders Belconnen on the Saturday afternoon right, at 2.30. Okay. So, and Bugendor, the, the league leaders, they just get to sit back and They have two and, weeks and off. watch. Yeah, they get the fortnight off. So they had, they had a few injuries when we ran out to Crookwell the other week. So they I did. They did. Maybe they might be welcoming a few back. So. And then Coach Bramley, yeah, Jack did tell us that they did have a few injuries. So I think the two weeks will just rev them up nicely. Yeah. No. For the back end of the season. I think so. I think yeah. so. But we might run through the... Bloomers Lawyers, Canberra Raiders Cup. Big day, Saturday and Sunday. Yeah, that's right. Well, we'll go through the match of the round first, and that is Sunday at Raiders Belconnen, as we said. Ladies' Day for the West Belconnen girls. Uh, they host the Woden Valley Rams in the first grade competition. First versus third. We just had Billy Thompson on a little bit earlier. He mm. said he's, he's up for the, the, his boys are ready and up for the task. Westies, only one loss on the year. And I'll tell you what, Sally, I'm here to, again to hear what your thoughts were. He even said, you know, that, that the Westies, they, they haven't had much talk about him, and they're sitting first with only one loss. They're just flying under the radar. And I think, as you said... <laughs> Uh, at the start of the year, we didn't picture either of these teams probably to be where they're at, at at this time of the year, but it's an exciting game. Yeah, and Billy knows that as well. As a coach, he knows that, you know, that they're a dangerous footy side. And and what is, and as, as you just said, what you said earlier in the show about Bobby said last, Bobby Roberts said last week, um, we're not blowing teams off the park. It doesn't matter. You've got to play for 80 minutes. If you can do that, you'll control the footy, you'll win games of footy. It's a big one, as you say, that the three players now look season ending for, for the Rams. Um, what it'll do now is give Billy just uh, – and you mentioned, obviously, those sides that, 
they're playing in the final after this one that aren't really finals bound. But it'll give him a while, it'll give him time to just get that twenty set for the finals, won't it? So yeah. is this part of the structure? I think it's an important game for them. But yeah. um West Belconnen at home just keep doing everything right, Finn. Yeah, that's right. Yep. And I think the side that are, are right on their tails for the minor premiership, and that's the Blues, of course, and they're only one point behind them. They've got an away game, but I'll tell you what, who is against? It's against their crosstown rivals, the Queanbeyan Roos, <laughs> at Sears Workwear, Saturday, 3 p.m. And although the scoreline was not a anywhere near, um, you know, a, a fair, uh, well, it was a fair reflection of the game, of course, but it wasn't much of a contest when the Roos got blown off the park at Seaford. That was earlier this year. And I think Ooh. the Roos, now just knowing, I think, Obviously, they had that heartbreaking loss we mentioned earlier in the podcast against Woden a fortnight ago, and then the bye last weekend. They've had plenty of time to think and reflect on that game uh, and also to prepare for this one. I think it'll be an exciting one. Yeah, and I'll tell you what, you know, we talk about them, and but they're great for the comp. How good is this clash going to be? Terry Campisi versus Sam Williams. Yeah. yeah. You know, that's a ripper. Yeah, I know. You know, for yeah. local footy, get down to Sears, work there, and have a look at... You know, two of the greats. Have a crack at them. Oh, it'll be, that, it'll be <laughs> exciting. <laughs> you kind of forget that, about that. And obviously, two Canberra, Canberra Raiders legends. That's well, right. I know, I know you didn't. Um, and, you know, the two fellas that we may well be seeing for, for a couple of years to come. And that's uh, coaching or ca- captaining both their respective Queanbeyan sides. And it's going to be something we're probably going to see for the next couple of years pending, you know, signings and, and things like that. But, um, yeah, I think the Roos haven't got much to lose. They're not, they're not playing for much. Uh, they're just playing for pride. And I think. Uh, that, that contest against the Blues earlier in the year, they'll have that in the back of their minds and they'll be looking for a bit of revenge. But yeah, but you said it. You said it at the start. Crosstown rivals. <laughs> Blues aren't going to lose this one. They, mm. you know, <laughs> at the end of the day, <laughs> they've got to all say hello to each other in the street in Queenby and week in, week out. <laughs> so, yeah, I'll, I'll go the Blues. Yeah, I'm tipping the Blues as well. And sorry, we didn't get your tip on the Westies, Woden. I, I did say I'll, I'll probably tip Westies in a tight one. Yeah, I think so. I just think now, now that the Woden, those Woden boys are... Just out there battling a few injuries, as we said. I think those last few weeks, he will be just toying with the squad and just looking to, to uh, Billy Thompson, that is, and just looking to tune up their side ahead of finals. But I think, yeah, Westies can do enough on Sunday, Arvo. But just previewing our last two games, and uh, both games, um, quite quite important ones, um, particularly for the, for the Bushies. And they're, they're playing Yass. They're at home at Saturday, 3 p.m. Yass, I thought on the weekend, they were, they, they, they did, they were up for the contest. Um, as I said, it was only a six-point game with 10 to go against Goulburn, and they just let it slip. And I think, I mean, it would take the wind out of them, but Bushy's back at home for, for two in a row. I can see your face, Sully. <laughs> you're, you're happy to, to go with the Bushies? Oh, I think so. Yeah, yeah I, as I said, they, they bounced back last week, an important win, and um, I think they'll be too strong for Yass. Yeah, I think Yass can show up. I know last game, Yass, it was... Oh, 100% they were. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 30 to 10 it was. Uh, the Bushies got a win. Over Yass earlier in the season, and I think yeah, Yass it, it may be just one of those games. I can just see it might be just one of those games where Yass can really just up the ante in the middle. I think that's where the games won for Yass when they win games, and yeah, the Bushies it, it might it's, a, it's an important game for them nonetheless. But our final game of the round, and this one's an, a, an exciting one as well, and it's the Sharks taking on the Bulls. They travel up to Gungahlin in closed oval Saturday three o'clock kickoff, and. Uh, the Sharks are still in finals contention, Sully. Uh, oh, they, my they, word. They, they, need, they need a few things to go their way. They obviously need to win their, their last five, um, and that's the key. But um, the Bulls, although they've been pretty inconsistent all year, um, they've, they've had a few tough losses, as we mentioned. And although they were, they, they did score 24 against the Blues on the weekend, they did also concede 50. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I think um, what the Sharks need is some magic dust sprinkled over Gungahlin and closed oval and just 
sticks to them for the rest of the competition. I tell you what, what if, what if, okay, I'm doing your points margin. Over 44 and a half or under? Over. Uh, over. Over. Big time. Massive. There will oh. be some points scored. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. Definitely, no. I think I'll tip the Sharks here just to keep their season alive, but, uh, you know, they're, they're going to need a few things to go their way if they're hoping playing finals, and that's obviously Goulburn, who are uh, two points in front of them in the, in the Bushies, which have got a five-point gap on them. So they're, they're praying Yas can come to, come to Greenway on the weekend and upset upset the Bushies and they can get a good win. But Geez, that'll stir the comp up. I know. I know. <laughs> Wouldn't it? Big time. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, be good, mate. Be good. Well, Finn, thanks for your time again. Uh, thank you to everybody for listening. To the rub of the green. So we'll catch you all next. Have a great weekend and everybody stay safe.